Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A fascinating conversation and insight to what's happening in our United States military. Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Pete Chambers retired from the United States Army after 39 years, one of six Green Beret flight surgeons in the entire world at the time of his retirement. He's our special guest on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Dr. Chambers, we began to talk about why people in Congress are not speaking up. Some of them are, but very few. And one of the things that uh, Louis Gohmert told you is go in there and ask them, have they invested in one of these pharmaceutical companies? And many of them likely have done that. They may have some financial reasons why they don't want to push against these companies. It may be that some of these pharmaceutical companies contribute to their campaigns, contribute to their PACs. Whatever it is, though, they need to get their voice and they need to make a difference. You've tried to talk to these individuals in Congress to speak up. Uh, was it, how, where do we stand on that? Where we stand is, I don't know, it's about the, the number of people that actually are doing something on the Hill. And then I've probably personally talked to 15, 20 between the phone or face-to-face -face or emails. And what I've found is that unless you have something that really is in their bailiwick, so to speak, or they can look at you in the eye and say, no, I did not uh, invest in that. And, and I don't care if you did. It's legal. I've got it. But we've got to get beyond that. And so what I've tell, told people to do is on other shows is go out there and ask your congressman that even in your state levels, go out there and ask them that because that's going to get their ear. That's going to trigger something that, that you know, it's not like you, you, you got them on something and I don't really want to push this issue, but you're going to listen to me and you're going to force them to listen. And that's all they need because eventually when enough people do that, they will talk. But you know, the facts are out there. I mean, we've done two press releases just on whistleblower reports and the devastation that has happened to these military. How can you deny this is not happening? So for those of you who are listening to this program, go to your members of Congress, uh, both in the House as well as in the Senate. It doesn't Flood matter them. who they are. Flood them. <laughs> and even if your member doesn't listen, go to another member. Go to one outside of your state. It doesn't matter. Go to somebody and just ask them, why are you not speaking up? Demand that they speak up. This Call is the United States yeah. military. This is a threat to our national security when we destabilize uh, the United States military. Speaking of which, your career has been in the United States Army. I recently read something that the Army is about 50% below recruitment goals, and I think that recruitment goal comes up sometime in September. About 50% below. The Army is not the only one that's below recruitment. What do you see happening in the military with regards to the morale mm -hmm. of the military? Yes, women? the morale. Let, let me let me explain a little bit of morale right now. It's uh, probably equivalent. To, I came in in 1983, and we were just coming off of the Vietnam War, just uh, you know, ten years before that. So, so my instructors were Vietnam vets, and there was a morale problem for about 10 years and then the, in the early 80s around you know the Reagan era it started picking back up and we got a little bit better we had a very high morale in the early parts of this you know global war on terrorism um, 
everybody wanted to get in the fight as far as the the warrior warrior types you know that morale that's high and when leadership exhibits uh legal moral and ethical courage and personal courage men follow men and women follow they they want to be a part of that club right i wanted that club i still look back at my original lieutenant who you know used to come out and take care of me when i was a private looking at north korea <laughs> with binoculars you're responsible for everything that happens or fails to happen but when you when you teach the wrong things to your subordinates the the, the morale is gone because now it becomes about uh it's it, it becomes about self it becomes about pride it becomes about uh narcissism i'm seeing these things hearing i've got friends whose sons and daughters are now in basic training and regretting that they went in and sending letters back home saying i'm trying to get out and now they're issuing monkey vaccines to soldiers in the barracks if you come up with some sort of a skin infection. Mm. Wow. Well, you know, one of the things I, I, even talking to you and talking to others um, that have been in the military for a long time, one of the responses has always been, if someone asked me about, should I consider a career, a young man or woman in the military, a uh, response of someone like you is always, absolutely this is a this is a great way to serve god to serve your country you never thought of twice about uh, making a recommendation but sometimes now what i'm seeing are people people with experience like yours and dedication that would never hesitate of recommending i'm not saying i'm not i'm not going to put you on the spot whether you are or not but um now say you know now's not the time to go in because of what's happening in the military are you seeing that uh, across are you seeing that with people of your kind of uh, longevity um are you seeing that non-recommendation well right let's make this real so the re realism of it and i'm transparent and i'll tell the you know the facts the facts is i'm a father my son is 23 24 and he's in he's in college and he's thinking about going in and so i'll tell you what i tell my son son you you know you come from a long line of of men who were warriors and you need to understand that right now the command structure is not such that uh, it would be something I agree with. But if you want to do it, if you do it, I will stand behind you and I'll give you the best advice that I can. And I did this for another father, a former Marine uh, aviator, uh, I think an F-18 pilot. His son just is in basic training right now and I'm following him. I'm trying to keep up with him. He wants to be a ranger. right? And I respect that in this kid, you know, just like my son. But the advice I would say is let's wait and see. But just like this other man's son, he's down there right now in basic training. He went ahead and took the shot and he rolled the dice and he's doing okay, thank the Lord. But he did it covered in prayer and 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 using some uh, nutraceuticals to prep himself for it. But it's rolling the dice. There are still wonderful patriots like that out there who are willing to go and, and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. They're willing to do that. But when you joined and took that oath in 1983 to defend us against enemies, foreign and domestic, now aren't you seeing that the enemy is more within than in foreign countries? <laughs> you know, in, in, a, in a not in a kinetic manner, yes, but in a, in a, in a yes, in a different manner, there's, there's enemies within. And I think that, you know, this, this is Pete Chambers again. There's, there's a satanic side that really concerns me. Um, but in, in the walk that, that, that we see, uh, is that some have strayed from the path. And let's say, you know, we've got to continue to love those people and we've got to bring them back. And that's that's the fight that we're in right now. I just had a great meeting with nine great whistleblowers yesterday who are still in uniform. And we had a meeting and I'm helping them from the, from the outside now that I'm out of uniform. 
And these these officers, these leaders of men, are trying to fix it from within inside with it with prayer and love and petition. And it's just amazing to see that the fight is still going on, and they're right there in the front line of it. And this is not a kinetic fight. Yeah, it's incredible to see uh, people like what you're talking about. Yes, it's it, it boldens me. Yes, it is. And they're I mean, risking everything. They're to risking do that. everything. Yeah. And let me tell you a little something personal because it's kind of funny. One of the one of the officers, a high ranking guy, said on this meeting, we were on a Zoom call kind of thing. He said, "Sir, you know, talking to me." And now I'm out. I said, "You don't have to call me, sir." He said, "You're right, but our commanders right now, we consider you our commander." I'm like, "Now, that, now, be careful with that. <laughs> that could be misconstrued." No commander in as far as uh, this fight. You know, the, You're the leading moral them fight, in the fight now. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, our involvement in this case that we began last year to file suit on behalf of men and women in all branches of the military has been very eye-opening for me and for all of our staff. Uh, we had uh, one high-ranking um, individual of a particular branch uh, on one of our conference calls that we conduct with the men and women of the military on a regular basis, and he said that he was prepared and all the people in his uh, in his um, area of the military were prepared to fight the enemy. They were prepared to do that. Uh, they were not prepared to fight an enemy within. Mm -hmm. And what they said is exactly something like you're talking about, that there has been an enemy within that is trying to decimate the military. And frankly, I think target people of faith, Christians and people of faith, people of good moral values, that are the backbone of the United States military. But to see these these chain of command threaten and punish these service members because they won't take an experimental ejection is so horrible. It's it's, it's a it's unlawful. It's unbelievable. Our guest is Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Pete Chambers. He joined the Army in 1983, and he has retired recently in 2022. At the time, he was one of six Green Beret flight surgeons in the world, only six, and he is an incredible voice, both in the military and now after his retirement, for what's happening in the United States military and for our country. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org, and specifically regarding this military case that we're involved in, or military cases, lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.